I invite you to put your hand in your heart as a symbol of joining me in connection with this prayer. Just letting go, just letting go all the thinking, all the judgments, and coming here with willingness, with willingness to be open, to see with my heart, to speak with my heart, to share from our heart. So willing to, to remember, to remember the love that we are, to live the love that we are, to express from the love that we are, to drop, to let go of, to recognize and let go of all the thinking and attachments and the blocks, the blocks to that remembering, to living the fullness of this life, the way we we're designed to live it. We're growing into that awareness and we're so happy, so happy to share, to share all that growth, all that expansion, all that willingness and love with everyone because we are one in grace, grace and so much gratitude so much gratitude we are allowing it to be right now in this call amen okay i muted all oh it didn't work hold on uh okay I'm muted, right? Everybody's unmuted? No. Hmm. <laughs> this is my computer today. <laughs> uh, doesn't let me unmute at all. So, okay. I can unmute you all individually. <laughs> my goodness. There. Okay. Goodness, <laughs> this is just another opportunity for me to let go. <laughs> so, um, welcome again. My name is Carla. I'm facilitating this call, and I'm really, really grateful. I'm not sure who's making the noise. I really, I really hesitate to meet people out. So, please mute yourself. You're doing stuff because that's picked up by the computer, and um, and if you're on the phone, um, you can mute the mute button. And um, so please, you're here. Welcome. Share from your heart yourself. Introduce yourselves. Good morning, I'm Ronnie from New Mexico. Good morning, Ronnie. Good morning. Morning, you are? This is Sister Randy. Oh, welcome. This is 
This is Tracy. I'm usually in Long Beach, but today I'm in Carmel visiting my relatives. Thank you. This is Indy. Hello. Hi, Indy. Hi. 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 Good morning. Yeah. Good morning, Ronnie. Morning. This is Rico from Brooklyn, New York. Morning, Rico. Hey, Rico. Hi. Good morning. This is from Toronto, Ontario. Canada. Who is it? I couldn't hear. Susan. Can you hear me now? Yes. Welcome, Susan. Thank you. So I guess that's all who wants to introduce themselves and so welcome again and uh, please, please begin the sharing, ahas, challenges. Yeah, I would like to share something. Um, so I've started working on a divine experiment to heal my um, pattern of being unhappy at my jobs, feeling unappreciated, uh, feeling unfulfilled and all that. And um, yesterday I was um, taking the subway to go to a class and as I was getting off, I saw one of my former managers um, walking, uh, I assume towards his, um, his job in his morning commute. And I just, um, he was someone who was really nice to me, really good to me, but someone I ended up um, criticizing internally um, for being um, that he was not effective as a manager. Um, so there were some emotions around that. And as I saw him walking by, um, he was, he seemed like he busy and he was too far away for me to say hello, but I just couldn't help but notice as I saw him like walk in his familiar posture, familiar gate and familiar outfit that he like what a what a good good man he was and how how hard he worked and how much he cared for his family and I just found myself being able to just see all the goodness in him and in that moment I 
felt compelled to say the Ho'oponopono prayer in my heart. Um, I'm sorry, please forgive me. I love you and thank you. And I just, um, I just felt a warmth in my heart and found myself kind of tearing up and knew that in that moment I had, I had completely forgiven him and also forgiven myself for blaming him for my loss of peace at work. And it was such a great affirmation of how when we forgive somebody, when we let go of the blame and judgment, it is really us, like it is really me that's being freed. Um, so forgiveness really like sets us free from all the suffering that we had um, caused for ourselves by making judgments about whatever that seemed to be happening. So I felt really grateful for that experience yesterday. Mm. That was my share. Thank you. Thank you. <clears throat> this is Tracy. Um, I, I, I missed who that was who just shared. It was Rieko. I thought so. Hi, Rieko. I, oh, that was beautiful. And um, I'd like to just piggyback on that because I'm experiencing and learning a lot with this too. Um, the Ho'oponopono and the Course in Miracles and how they're so parallel in this teaching. But the I found before that sometimes there's teachings in A Course in Miracle that I'll read another book and it really helps me to better understand the teaching in A Course in Miracles and vice versa. So, for example, when I read Autobiography of a Yogi, that book really helped me understand elements in A Course in Miracles. And now this Beyond Limits and the Ho'oponopono teaching um, is helping me similarly to just understand the teaching that's in A Course in Miracles, too, and and so I know, I mean, it's coming, um, and I've, I've seen it in other spiritual teachings, too, so I know it's true, it's coming through different teachings, but uh, what I'm getting with the Ho'oponopono that is just so powerful for me right now that I'd love to share in case it helps anybody else, is every time I am exposed to anything in the apparently external world that is uh, upsetting, um, painful, uh, not in line with God's perfect will. It's a projection from within myself. And so I, uh, for, for example, right now I'm up here visiting my, my cousin, my 90-year-old cousin who's, I'm in Carmel, and she's dying. And so I just got here a couple days ago. And um and yesterday I spent time with her for the first day because I came in really late the night before. Anyway, she's very hard on herself. And, um, and uh, says, I mean, she's having a terrible time just articulating what she wants to tell me. I mean, she's dying. So her whole mind is going out on her and 
Uh, she's seeing hallucinations and she's just struggling to find the words so she can have a visit with me. And I'm just trying so hard, but she kept saying how frustrated and she's so upset with herself. And, and I realized, um, the place to heal that is within myself. This is just one example, but I'm seeing it all over the place. And so I, I, I go and internally and I realize how I'm, I'm very hard on myself people have told me that I don't really even know how but they've told me that and um, so praying that Ho'opono Pono prayer you know I love you and I'm, 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 uh, I'm sorry I'm sorry I'm hard on myself I'm sorry for the way I'm projecting that out and you know, other people are experiencing this and and, and please forgive me and um, and and heal my mind and heal their mind and heal our one mind and and thank you and uh, so more than a direct approach of telling my cousin Alice that oh don't be so hard on yourself I mean I might say that but I'm I'm really going internally and um, it it's so powerful because it's in a course in miracles too Jesus says that we can accept joining our mind with his to shine away the ego that the strength of God can be released into everything that we think and do and there's another passage that says and we can join our mind with his mind to shine away the ego in other people's minds and it so not only am I experiencing Rieko what you said the forgiveness and the warmth and the freedom of that, I'm also realizing this is a very powerful way we are to be bringing healing to the world um, is, is by praying this way, going internally and healing our own mind. So uh, it, it, I'm just blown away by this. And I hope that's um, maybe helpful to somebody else. I'm uh, Anyway, that's my share. Thank you, Tracy. Thank you. Yeah, you also reminded me um, of my current favorite quote from the course that I, sh I think I shared on Community Call, um, that there's no gap between my mind and yours. Yes. Yeah. Um, and that, that's, that along with the hope on a bono prayer has been such a powerful, um, way to invoke that oneness, um, yes. forgiveness. And, uh, and I think you're so right about this being such a powerful way to heal the world really, because there's, <laughs> there's only one of us and. Yeah, I'm so, I'm so grateful to um, be able to heal myself and be healed along with everyone. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's amazing. Welcome, Laura. Um, and I wanted to say I muted out someone on the phone, a 910 number, because there was noise. Mm -hmm. so. 
So I'll mute them for a second. If so, if they want to speak, they can. But if the noise comes back up, I might mute you again. Thank you. Yes. Okay. This is Ronnie, and I just want to comment on the ho-ho-pono-pono that uh, I've been using that, and I find it to be very powerful. And yeah. uh, uh, I think you don't even realize how powerful it is until time goes by and you go, oh, wow, things are changing, things are shifting. And if you try to figure out, well, where's that coming from? It's like, well, I've been doing ho ho pono pono for a while, so that must be it. Because there'd be times where I'm thinking it's not working, but it really it does work, and it's very powerful. Yes. Sometimes I'll even look in the mirror at myself and say it to myself. And um, it does have that, you know, it does give a lifting of the heart. Mm. And makes me feel better about myself. What a lovely kind of that mirror work that um, Louise Hay teaches. What a lovely um, all kind of a different way to do that. I, I, I'm going to do that. That's great. Yeah, it's beautiful, Ronnie. Thank you. There's something really powerful and um makes me very emotional like those four four phrases like the simplicity of it um yes yeah and saying i'm sorry is not is not the way not a way to reinforce the guilt but rather to let go of that guilt um and i yeah and that's such a relief So um, I like to contribute as well. I have a share. Uh, can you hear me? Yes. Okay. Who is uh, it? I'm on the phone. I don't have a computer screen today to see, so I can't. I don't know who anybody is unless you say. <laughs> uh, this is Susan. Great. Thanks, Susan. Um, so the uh, the whole pono pono prayer. Um, it's uh, like you say, it's, it's very powerful. And I started doing it uh, just because I needed a tool to be more comfortable. Um, and I started saying it. Um, I have a very turbulent relationship with my mother. And as she gets older, obviously, it's, uh, it, it's gotten better because I've actually said the Ho'oponopono prayer uh, to myself and more for myself. Um, and at the beginning, I was, I had heard to, you know, when you're forgiving yourself, 
to actually speak to yourself as a child. So as a mother would speak to a child. And unfortunately, I didn't have that sort of loving um, voice. So at first, when I started saying it, I started using I love you at the beginning, the way Jennifer does. And it was very harsh and very loud. And as I continued to say the four phrases, um, I love you, I'm sorry, please forgive me, thank you. It took me, and I'm still holding the tension when I say it, uh, but I can tell that it's getting easier. And it's also, I can see others and I can see my mother in a much more compassionate way when I go to visit her. Um, mm. And it really does, there's so much anger and so much, uh, and from a child. So, <clears throat> um, I've, I was also adopted, so my sort of, the tools that I was looking for, for years, um, and I guess I've been spiritual since I was quite young, because I knew that there was another way. I just didn't know what tools I needed. So this is, to me, um, the student being ready. So now I'm so thankful and grateful that I have this group and these tools because it's really made me more compassionate. And I see others through that lens. And I'm an observer. I just kind of stand back and watch and try not to judge. Um, and maybe all that hurt is what's brought me to this point. Um, you know, as a child, um, this, these wounds are, uh, there's at a cellular level. So, and I, I have no proof. I'm not an academic, so I can't speak to that, but my instinct and my, my, you know, my, my gut is telling me that, you know, when you're, when you're born, the nurturing part isn't there, then you're given up and then somebody else takes you and that's not the best thing for you. So this is all internalized. So somehow we need the tools to um, be okay with all that. And so this whole Ponopono prayer and um, is just, it's, it's just awesome. When you talk about powerful, it's really hard to put that into an example. So I'm hoping that that kind of helps a little bit. Um, and when I say it, I, I say it for myself. I don't look in the mirror because I'm not ready for that. But um, I say it internally. I say it when I'm cleaning my, you know, my doggy's paws, when she gets a little bit um, anxious and she, you know, hurry up, hurry up, speed it up. So I say it and she calms right down and I'm able oh. to clean her paws. Um, so it's really a calming energy for me. And then everything else seems to flow from that. Once, once I've calmed down and I'm speaking to myself as a child, so a loving voice, that everything is okay and um, everything is the way it should be. So that's sort of my share for the day. Thank you. Mm. Thank you, Susan, that was beautiful. Thank you, beautiful. Mm.
Hi, this this is Indy. Can you guys hear me? Yes. Yes. Okay. Hold on, hold on. Just wait in that building around the corner. Building five? Building two. This is this is building one, building two around the corner. Sorry, I am at work, but I just step outside to share. Building two. Hello? Yes. Sorry, guys. I'm at work, so I had to step outside. I work at a hospital, so I just had to step outside and share real quick with you guys. So I've been doing the Onopono prayer in my mind. Sometimes I awake in my sleep and I'm still saying it. Ah. And I've been said I have like problems all these twenty something years. I've been married with my mother and I feel I feel I was judging her and I think I she didn't like me, blah 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 blah. So I hate going to visit them in New York and I always feel uncomfortable and I never talk. I just sit there and listen and smile and yes or no, that's it. And I feel they always judge me and I think they talk all these stuff about me, which, you know, sometimes it used to bother me, but it doesn't bother me. So I did forgiveness letter like a week before I went to see, I went to visit um, this past weekend. And I was not shocked, but I was like, whoa, because she was so nice. She was so welcoming. The whole family was so nice. The house feels different. It used to feel heavy every time I go. The house feels lighter. Everything was so nice. She was so welcoming. I mean, I never sleep when I go there. It was hard to sleep. I never sleep. I slept. And the house feel lighter. I'm like, well, even the daughter came over. We stay awake like till two in the morning talking in the in our bed with us. And I just want to share that real quick, the Honopono. And I keep saying it in my mind. Even when I'm talking to you, I just still keep going in my mind. And that helps me distract all the negative thoughts and all the other thoughts that comes in. It helps get those away without even placing it on the altar. So I just want to share that real quick with you guys. So I'll mute you guys out. Thanks. Thanks, Cindy. Bye. Thanks, Cindy. You're welcome. It sounds like we're all um, experiencing firsthand the the effect of the prayer and pretty immediately oftentimes and uh, that's so cool yeah this is tracy again and i, I didn't really share how it was like i was experiencing the um benefits of it with my elderly cousin yesterday but 
there were a number. She, she went off a medication that was apparently helping her with some of the um, delusional and hallucinating kinds of symptoms that she's having in her dying process. And um, so we, we, we've re restarted it. Hopefully it will help. But anyway, yesterday when I was with her, it was the first day where these symptoms were really picking up again. And it's very disturbing when somebody is seeing things, I mean, she would say, look over there. Can you see, what do you see? And do you see that wall moving and do you see it oscillating? And I would try to say, just calm and tell her, no, no, I, I don't, I don't see it moving. And look again, do you see it? And, and, and she thinks that, I mean, she thinks her name is all over the internet and pictures and everybody knows what she's saying. And she'll whisper to me because she doesn't want anybody to hear, even though we're in her little teeny tiny condo in a pretty removed place, and she's whispering to me so nobody will hear. So it can be really um, disturbing, right? That it, um, and, and what I'm doing is just what what you others of you are sharing. I'm I'm now I'm in my head. I'm saying the sometimes I'm just saying I love you like it says in the book sometimes i'm just it's it's like an abbreviated version of the whole thing i'm i'm listening to her but i'm just saying i love you she can get really agitated when she gets in that state if if she continues to talk about it so i i i try to distract her but then sometimes that gets her agitated so i'm trying to saying i love you and it's helping me to stay calm and i think it helps her to not get caught in those very upsetting feelings because she can get more and more frustrated and anxious and stuck there. So that's, it's helping me to stay calm and to see her with compassion and love her. And um, anyway, yeah, it's, it's amazing. As, kind of back to what Rieko said, it's so simple. I love how simple it is. And I, I guess I don't know if anybody else would comment on it, but I really see the teachings of A Course in Miracles in it too. And um, but, but it is a, a way in, in its simplicity of, of applying a lot of what I've learned in A Course in Miracles and, and doing it simply now. Yeah. That's all. Is anybody there? Yeah, we're here. Okay. Thank you, Tracy. That's so quiet. You know, sometimes I, I don't quite know if whether I should unmute myself to to say a quick thank you. I heard you and I really appreciate you. Mm, thank you. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, sometimes I'm muted and I forget. <laughs> so thank you. Yeah. This is Ronnie, and yes, thank you, Tracy. Uh, I am also 
going through uh, A Course in Miracles. And I really feel that uh, Ho Ho Pono Pono uh, and The Course in Miracles, I mean, forgiveness plays a huge part in A Course in Miracles. And yeah. I find myself using uh, the prayer many, many times as I'm driving. You know, somebody does something to me and right away I, I start saying that and that just really seems to keep me calmed down. Uh, I used it in the grocery store last weekend. <laughs> the other word that I use is uh, the word perfect. So oh. when I look at people, you know, in the past, very judgmental person, always looking at, compare. well, really it just came down to comparing myself to others. And uh, working through trying to not be judgmental okay. and finding that, uh, you know, I've tried other things, you know, like looking at somebody and trying to find uh, something good about them instead of something negative. But what I find is that if I use the word perfect, that just covers everything. But just looking okay. at somebody and saying, you're perfect, you're perfect. Okay. And I have actually been trying to do that every time I look at somebody to, for those to be the first words, my first thoughts, actually my first thoughts, because they're not my words, just my thoughts. That's the, the thing that I try and bring to my mind right away. Because by doing that, what I find is that it's hard for a judgment to pop in there when I've started with you're perfect. And, uh, Anyway, I just had to share that. Thank you. <laughs> Hi, this is That's Susan. Good. Thank you, Ronnie. Thank you. Susan, were you about to share something? Yeah, I was going to say um, that. Um, I'm going to rephrase a few my initial thoughts as well and try and do the I'm you know you're perfect. Um, I've actually asked myself the question what would love do? Like how would love behave? Because mm -hmm. that yeah, because that's what was lacking as in terms of somebody nurturing me, so I've pretty much raised myself and and uh, nurtured myself the best I knew how. And um, I've just uh, sort of started, this has been a while now, a few years, like I would make a decision or I would react and I would think, what would love do? And then I would get the, rea the re you know, my answer. And I would think, well, I'm not necessarily going to do that, but, you know, what could I do or what, what's the best thing right now? So if I'm not capable of that, then what would I, you know, what would be the next best option? So what would love do? So I think now um, the better phrase would be just to make a statement and say, you are perfect. And then there wouldn't be, there won't be any more judgment. So thank you. Thank you, Ronnie, for that. The other day I was talking to my daughter and she's getting married. And uh, so of course I need a new dress. She's getting married in September, September 2nd. So I have plenty of time to find me a dress. 
but uh, we went to the mall the other day to pick up a couple other things, and I walked into the store, and right in front of me was the dress. It was like, wow, it's right there. I'm That's the dress I'm getting. And um, I was showing it to my daughter through FaceTime the other day, and it's sleeveless, and I don't wear sleeveless clothes. Um, she goes, Mom, it's sleeveless, because she knows I don't like to wear sleeveless clothes. And I go, uh, I said, that's right, it's sleeveless, and I'm going to wear a sleeveless dress to your wedding. And she kind of paused there, and I said, I'm working on trying to tell myself that I'm perfect, just like you are. Oh. So... <laughs> Because I know how she feels, you know, with her body. And so trying to even encourage her to see herself as being perfect. But to say that, yes, I'm wearing a sleeveless dress because I'm perfect. There's nothing wrong with my body. Uh, I have to keep telling myself that. <laughs> but uh, I just, you know, to say that back to her, I don't know. There was just something about that conversation and being able to say that to her. Uh, and having it reflect back to me. Mm. And I just really love saying that word, you're perfect. And mm. to be able to say that, like in the grocery store, walking down the aisle and, you know, somebody's there just to say you're perfect or mm. bless them. Uh, it just feels, it's really important for me to do those sort of things. Mm. <laughs> wow, that's powerful. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Ronnie, that just reminded me that um, healing body issues has been a big challenge for me. And I've been realizing how, how much judgments I've been making about my own body um, and making it the reason, making every little whatever imperfection or dis-ease I perceived in it to be the reason um, that I'm not good enough. But the other day it just occurred to me, like, what if, what if my body's just perfect as it is with all, whatever state it's in, whether it's sick or healthy, um, what if it's just perfect in every moment, just, just as it is? Um, it doesn't matter if it's, you know, having skin issues, digestive issues, how much it weighs, um, how young or old it looks. It, what if it, none of it really mattered and it was just perfect exactly as it is. And, um, and that was such a, 
a healing thought because it's really, it really is our judgments that causes pain and suffering. And the body itself is just completely neutral and there's, there's nothing inherently wrong about it having health issues or whatever. Um, so yeah, so your conversation with your daughter kind of brought that up in me, so I wanted to share that. Thank you. Thank you. Yes. You know, it was interesting for me because I, I had four months to go before the wedding. And I thought, oh, I'm going to lose some weight before I go buy a dress. And I find it really interesting that I walk in and I find this dress. And it's a, you know, it's a size I really didn't want to buy, but it was like, this is the dress. This is the dress. I know this is the dress. I'm going to get the dress and I'm going to get that size and I'm going to be okay with that. And, um, but still there's a little part of me that says, yeah, but you know what? I'm going to work on losing weight and then I'm going to go buy a smaller size. <laughs> but, and that's true. I am going to, I am working on uh, diet and exercise, which I feel is important. I mean, yes, uh, we, uh, I, I need to look at my body as yes, it's a body, but I also believe we need to take care of our bodies. And so what I have decided is, yes, I'm going to work on my eating habits and I'm going to work on exercising. And uh, in a month, if I have lost any weight, then I'll go get the next size smaller. If not, that's okay. I'm okay. I'm okay with wearing a sleeveless dress. <laughs> uh, but yes, uh, I think most women struggle with their, their, their body. And uh, which is very sad. Mm -hmm. So that is one of the areas I, I am too working on to, to say that, yes, I'm, it's perfect. I'm perfect. We're all perfect. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Ronnie. Uh, Susan. Um, yeah, body image is just when you know, just when we become okay with it, socially acceptable norms, people seem to be okay with saying, oh, you've lost weight, or oh, you've gained weight. So that's an interesting thing as well to try and, because, uh, you know, I've, as a woman, I've had the same issues. And I used to have a closet and I had the, the part where, well, I'll, I'll fit into those. And then I've just decided I need a closet that has things that fit me at this moment. So I just got rid of the, this will fit later because if it does, that's great. If it doesn't, that's fine too, but I don't want that memory in my closet. So I actually edited my closet and gave a lot of things away. And, um, but it's a struggle. It's definitely, a struggle and with the sleeveless part absolutely wear the sleeveless I've done that too and I just put a shawl on and nobody knows the difference but me 
So, you know, when I was in the, you know, fake it till you make it stage. So um, not that I've made it, but it's a constant struggle. So uh, that sort of brought up a whole bunch of memories for me as well. <laughs> the, uh, yeah, it's always there. It's like, I thought I had dealt with this. No, here it is again. <laughs> So thank you for that, Ronnie. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you. This is Tracy. I want to piggyback on all of that. Thank you, because well, just ditto. And what I'm becoming aware of that probably you guys are too is um, just like other things, and that we project outward, and and then we can heal with our mind. We've, I mean, of course, miracles teaches that we we project a lot of our anger and hatred into our body, and that's why the the health issues and the, I mean, because probably we're expecting it to be perfect, you know, perfect weight, perfect skin, perfect, whatever, everything. Right. So I'm, I've, uh, I've, I've come from a long history of all of that body image pain and, and then physical problems, a lot of physical problems, surprise. And, and so hearing all of you share this too, I mean, to me, this is an example of, in the in the human race and among many women and probably some men too this is a whole area to apply ho'oponopono to for all of us because all of this leads to tons of suffering and comparison and judgment and sickness and 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 so that that's the kind of thing where i'm hearing somebody else talk about this and then i can clearly recognize it in myself and then i can be saying that prayer as a way of like in that in the book beyond at zero limit and i see it now and of course in miracles too this is one of the primary ways we can bring massive healing to our one mind this is so distorted this is so it's so ego it's so crazy it's so um and, and i i think i remind myself um I am under no laws but the laws of God, I'm no, which is love, which is perfection. And when, and, and verses, and of course in miracles that say like, when I forgive, this will disappear. And that would include some of our physical problems, I think. So anyway, thank you so much for your sharing, everybody. This is great. Thank you, Tracy. I agree. Thank you, all of you. Thank you, everyone. Thank you. Before we leave, I just wanted to honor my love for my kitty that died this week. I had to put her to sleep. And I have to say that even though this has been really the hardest thing I've ever done in my life, I have found so many miracles in this whole process. And I really have felt so many people's love and support through this. So I wanted to thank everybody that has, you know, give, given me any prayers or, you know, any thoughts or anything positive because it's helped. I, I have to say this, I never, I never knew how to pray. I never was taught to pray. Um, I never even pretended to pray. So when Jennifer has taught prayer work, this has been the most, this has been just a revelation for me um, to learn how to pray throughout my day and in my life. And also to be able to really feel the effect 
of others' prayers. Um, what a gift. I mean, what an amazing thing to actually be able to, to feel that love, you know, wherever it is um, through time, you know, just there's no time, there's no space. You just, you just feel it. And, um, and then to be able to, to see miracles in the middle of, of being in almost in emotional agony, um, to still be able to see the, the holy perfection of how everything really unfolded in, in a perfect way that mm. as I was going through it, I just felt like I have, I'm at a loss, I have no idea what to do. The next thing would just appear. And it's given me so much more faith, um, you know, that it, in that um, saying that if you only knew dot, 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 you know, that everything's happening for our, our highest good. I, I know I'm not quoting it correctly, but um, I've just been living it. And, and what a, what a gift, just what a gift. So I just wanted to share that. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Beautiful. Was that Sonia? Laurel? Pardon? Was that Sonia who just shared? I don't know. No, that was Laurel. That's what Laurel. Her, that's what it's listed as here. Yeah, so, Laurel. So she's on the phone, Laurel. She can't see the the names. Oh, okay. Yeah, sorry. Yeah. No Wi-Fi here. <laughs> so so wow. I, I'm really so amazed how whenever I come to community call, it's I know spirit is speaking through all of you that I hear exactly what I'm needing here. Thank you. Thank you so much. And um it's it's a couple minutes left and so if you wanted to anyone wanted to share a, a prayer request or an intention. I love the intentions. It's it's kinda helps it's like a guidepost for me to to travel my path, right? And so if anybody wants to share. So I think I'll just ask the question, when, when you ask about intention, are you asking us what our intention is or? Yeah, I just like to like say my intention is to, I mean, you can ask for a prayer request. You don't have to say an intention. I'm just, I, I don't mean to put everybody on the spot. I just no. know that for myself, I'll say my intention this week is to live from my heart, to express from my heart, and to see from my heart. Just to go within, I just like to go within and just speak. You know, I don't worry about what I say, I just speak it. 
I'll do sure. that. One. I'll do that. Because <laughs> I, I was going to say to be authentic and mm. that would mean exactly what you just said. And also to, um, to speak what I'm really, what I'm really feeling. Uh, as opposed to trying to be gentle and stand in my, you know, stand in my truth and for fear that somebody else will judge or if somebody else will be hurt. So I guess come from a position of love. My intention um, this week is to get outside. It's been beautiful here. And now that I don't have my kitty to cuddle up in the bed with me, I'm going to go outside. She was always trying to get me to go outside. She knew it would be good for me. So that's my intention. Oh. This is Ronnie. And my intention with an open heart an open mind is to ask, listen, and follow guidance. This is Tracy. I think I'm going to piggyback on Ronnie's front. You said that so well, and, um, and 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 I'm going to be adding into it to always be asking Holy Spirit, higher Holy Spirit self, for what do I really want? That's out of a passage in A Course in Miracles, recognizing from my ego part, I can't know. It's all confused, but my higher Holy Spirit self knows what our higher Holy Spirit knows what we really, really want. So that's part of guidance. And, and I like that passage that says that we must always remember to ask that. So, yeah. I'm going to add that to mine too, Tracy. <laughs> Great. <laughs> this is Hugh. I'm going to remember the love I am. Mm. Mm. Nice. So beautiful. Mm. This is Rieko, and my my intention this month is to take total responsibility for what I see.
Okay, this is Carla. Yeah, I muted everybody uh, for the pray out. So thank you so much, Susan, for the clarification on what I meant by asking for intention. Thank you so much for giving the opportunity to, to share that. And so um, I'm going to pray out. And before I pray out, I'm going to share a poem that felt like it was it was it would be helpful and when you spoke about being perfect it's called when i live i do not have to be perfect when i live from my heart because if i'm doing that it is impossible to judge myself feel guilty or think i should be doing anything different in fact when i'm living each moment from my heart my true self, I do not have to be any different than I am in that moment. I do not have to be perfect. I am already perfect. So grateful, so grateful for this, this connection, this time of connection, this opportunity to remember, to remember the truth of who we are, of who we all are, perfect and complete. As we're designed by God, and no matter what we think about ourselves, that is not possible to change. And we're so grateful for this remembering, for this love, for this connection, and every connection with ourselves in every moment. And we're allowing, we're allowing the higher Holy Spirit self, I am, that we all are, to lead us and guide us in this remembering, in this healing, in this growth and expansion. And we, we let go of the blocks, the limitation thinking, the habits, the seeing other people, anything other than perfect and complete as we are and we share we share we share we share all this growth all this expansion all this love and calm and ease with everyone with everyone without exception because we are we are one grace and so 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 much gratitude we are allowing it to be and it is happening amen i'm muted all thank you thank so you. much thank you 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 thank you